0: This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island.
1: Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown and it's time to chat some swimming now. And we head back uh, to the United States to catch up with Lisbeth Kenyon. Lisbeth, welcome on to the podcast again. Thanks for joining us. Oh, no problem at all. Thank you. So let's talk about your swim. You you mentioned that uh, growing up you swam a bit, but uh has it has it been something that's come fairly naturally to you?
0: Um yes, I mean, um yes, yes indeed. Uh I swam in high school. I wasn't very good. My sister was very good. Um she was a Norwegian champion and she was recruited to a Division 1 double Double, um, NCAA school here in the U.S. She's very, very good. So I basically just went around, you know, watching her race. And um, um, but I'm very comfortable in the water, and um, I'd like to. I like to surf, so rough water swims are, are actually pretty good for me. Uh, I, it's interesting you say rough water swims because one thing I read
1: about you is is you you said the the swim at Kona is quite hectic. The swim starts. Uh, it, it's something else, that isn't it? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> one word. One word describes it. It's, it's beautiful to look at when you're swimming on your own, but that, that washing machine to start with is, is crazy.
0: Oh, it is so crazy. And, and actually, uh, interestingly enough, Kona has changed from a mass, mass start to four different starts, yep. the pro men, the pro women, and now the amateur men start um, before the amateur women, I think by 15 minutes. And um, I don't like that at all. I liked the huge, massive start because it would work itself out after maybe 15 minutes and then it wouldn't be so bad. But now the women start afterwards and you catch up to the the back of packers of the men and you have this discrepancy in speeds and it's really, really terrible.
1: Mm, Absolutely.
0: Elizabeth. over the years, I mean, can you put it down to a
1: couple of things that you've done in the water that you think have, have really improved your swim?
0: Um, Well, I'd like to actually say that I would, what I would like to do is spend more time in the water. I know that is what I need to do. I I think that I actually haven't improved much. I have kept the status quo, which I guess when you get older, it's kind of like improving because you haven't slowed down. (laughs) But, um, you know, my time is so limited and swimming is what's, Uh, really getting on the back burner for me because it is the smallest part of a triathlon. So I tend to neglect it more and and spend the time on on the bike workouts and swim workouts. So I actually only swim twice a week in the pool and then I swim with a VASA ergometer once in the pool. So I've been able to, you know, not really improve, but I haven't, also I haven't gone backwards.
1: Yeah, you pretty much maintained it. What, What sort of workouts do you love doing in the pool?
0: Yeah. So my favorite one is, is like when the taper starts and you, you start to, um, so I, I love the, um, the 500, five times, 100, 400, four times, 100, the ladder down, it's a three, 3000 meter set. And I just love that with very little rest and it sort of mimics, um, you can go a little faster than Ironman pace because it's shorter, but it sort of mimics the, the distance uh, as very sort of distance specific. So I love that set. Um, and I also love doing, sort of in the be- beginning, I love doing these maybe a 400 and you sprint 25 and you go easy 25 and you just do that for durations and you come back and you make those longer and longer. I feel that really sort of gets you in shape. And you, you mentioned
1: the you you don't mind the rough stuff too much, being being a surfer as well. Do you get to do much open water?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, so I live in Rhode Island and we have... Water everywhere surrounding us. So from May until to, until November, actually, we live uh, maybe a, a kilometer and a half away from a town beach. And so we swim um, all summer. I'm not in the pool from at all from uh, during the summertime. So, yeah, lots of open. Do, do you think that,
1: that has improved your swim a lot, having that open water experience?
0: Well, th- you can uh, – you have to be careful with that too, though. So you need to incorporate some some sets, even though it's not, You know, it's easy to just go and s- swim one pace the whole entire time and to do open water. So the you you have to sort of make yourself go and do some sets. Maybe go from from a buoy to buoy and and do some variable speeds.
1: And from a from a technique perspective, uh, I mean, having that uh, that open water experience and sighting, I mean, that must give you a bit of an advantage going to Kona over someone who's who's just done pool swimming.
0: Yeah, and it, it is it is kind of good because it, it it gives you a feedback of what kind of swimmer are you. I tend to to swim to the left, and so when I'm in the pool, I work on that. I have some some. Uh, some errors in my technique that i work on and so when you go to open water and you swim so much open water those things become very obvious to you
1: i have got that problem too Lisbeth. i although sometimes it's left sometimes it's right i've yet to figure it out but i cannot swim straight for the life of me in open water uh, it will be something i will improve of that i've got no doubt but uh Elizabeth, thank you so much for your time on this edition of the cone edge i look forward to chatting about your bike next time now.
0: Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. If you want to improve your swim, be sure to check out our next free live online swim seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash swim seminar to sign up now.